Flight test. Oh, he nailed it. Oh, someone has some competition. Did you hear how well he enunciated? I know. He enunciated. I, I gotta move these lights because it's shining off my head. <laughs> Oh, Here, hold on, hold on, there you go. Alright, there we no, go. No, just making it worse. Yeah. There he oh, goes. there he oh, is. Oh, right. Right. You missed it, you missed it. Yep, you done missed it. I always miss it. You lost your flight test. Oh, I lost it. I did it. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff I served you, you well. Nice. Hey, so guys, I mean, you don't have to have headsets on if you want. I mean, these guys have them. But um, just make sure when you when you talk, you you lean up into the microphone. Yeah. I get a headset because my head is abnormally small, Sponsor and I need to make it look bigger. Yeah, Dan Sponholtz, thank you, bald guy problems. Yeah, man, where is this light coming from? It's like it is really that light is probably coming from that. Yes. Dude, you should just turn off. The... It might be the overhead light. Oh, oh there, 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 there you go. It's a little bit better. It's kind of like you know, it looks like it kind of look, it kind of currently looks like we're watching a giant TV screen. It does look like. Oh no! Turn it off. Yeah, it's better. All right. Mood lighting. Just a bunch of guys in a basement. That's all. Yeah. Oh, I don't mean to spill your coffee there. Hey, so what's up, fellas? Hello, friends. Hey, so let's go around the room and everybody introduce himself and tell us why you're here. Uh, no. So uh, down here on the end, we've got uh, Fred Provost, um, a.k.a. Flying Monkey, a.k.a. Media or, uh, Mediocre FPV. Mediocre FPV, yes. Yes. Uh, any other uh, a.k.a.s? Yes. What? Wanted poster ones. Wanted po- Oh, he's a comedian now, <laughs> too. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do we have, we have something for that? <laughs> They can't hear it. We can hear it. Oh, we can hear it. It's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So the next to him, we've got uh, Jeff Pool with the flight crew shirt on. JP, Spooner. aka Spooner. You can also find him on YouTube at Spooner FPV. Hey, what was the first rule I told you? If you're gonna talk, you have to lean into the mic. Spooner FPV. Oh, he's going after you, bub. <laughs> And then, hey, we've got next to him, we know this I guy. I want to introduce him. We have the David. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I stole your thunder. Well, you we think you're in charge crushing. here or what? <laughs> well. You get to price everything. <laughs> <and> you, <laughs> no one gets to make you. Wait, someone, but wait, someone, Lee. Someone's you cranky get to, from an earlier but wait, conversation. You get to name things. The, yeah. That's right, Lee. Yeah. So, you have the yeah. tutor and the flurkin under your belt, man. What's next? It looks like I have more over my belt than under. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Should we take his naming privileges away? Don't, don't, don't. Oh, no. <laughs> You're just jealous. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Fred can't. Fred can't correct any spelling if only vocal. Awkward. I don't know. That, that has to be a, a tie to, to you and your forms because you are on. Is that right? I, I tend to be the grammar patriot. Oh, no. no. They, they call that a grammar Nazi. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're trying to make America better. Uh, okay, we're nice. Oh, wait, wait. We do not get political in this. He's making grammar great again. <laughs> <He's> ma- <laughs> we're, we're not going to start chanting and we're not going to do anything you, you know, along that. Yeah, Fred, when you do that, you know what makes people violent? People, yeah, people get very violent very That's quickly. That's the beauty of the internet. I can be away from them and they can be violent at home. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Hey, can you all hear Fred? Because he's, uh, he, he's not leaning I'm into I'm not it. leaning. There you go. And you, can, you can just twist and... No, if, if need be, I, I can uh, turn that, that mic gain up just a little yeah. bit, too. Mic gain. Perfect. Mic gain. Mic gain. 
So uh, you didn't. Hey, Edge line. Did you? So no. You, I said all I want to say is we have the David. I know, but you didn't say. People don't need it. to know any more than we have the David here. <laughs> Dave, mm. David put. A David point. speaks for himself yeah. without speaking for himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but 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 the David I'm making his face right had here. had the moment where he put a the flurkin into the tree yesterday. Ooh, but we do not need to talk about that. Well, uh, <laughs> well did, we will though. We yeah. will. Did and, did you get it back? Half of it. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it's still there. Oh yeah. my goodness so, gracious! Yeah, you know, no, I get the gush on David all the time. I'm happy to have him on the podcast, along with two yeah. other dear, incredibly dear friends. So, well, hey, this is so really cool. This it, is, it is awkwardly cramped in here. Well, and I'm thinking so, and I think that this is uh, we we should advocate for uh, some more equipment. So, Robert, when you listen to this, or uh, we we need yeah. a, a couple more microphones and some headsets, um, and uh, some better lighting to take the the, the shadows. You just grow hair. Wait, <laughs> me. Wear a hat. Oh, my. So, what's on the agenda today? Oh, man. Well, we have a lot to talk about. We oh, have flurking stories because, I mean, that's fresh. Like, less than 24 hours fresh, right, Dave? Yeah. Oh, my. So, we got flurking stories to tell you. Uh, we have, obviously, a gentleman has driven from Florida to get here and mm. sleep on our couch. Mm. And that nice. is the Fred. So, yeah, Fred Provost. The guy down on um, so the end. We, we gotta, we gotta, we, I think, give a little background and stuff. So, yeah, wherever you want to start. Well, hey, let's start about, um, let's start with last week. Yeah. The uh, uh, Tudor build. The Tudor build was a blast. And everyone that, that was on there, thank you. Yeah, Tudor build last week was, uh, it was a huge <laughs> success. My, my worst fears were realized. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. So, um, did, you, did, did you all tune into the Tudor build? All right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, David, you were here for some of it. Yeah, a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. you weren't here when uh, he made this mistake. No, right? I was I, laughing though. Oh, yeah, first, man. With you, not yeah, you. honestly, not if, if, if there was bandwidth to do it monthly, I would love to do it monthly. But I do not want to make the mistake I made monthly because it <laughs> it it was my worst fears come to life. So here, here here's a little joke about that. So what happened was um, the man who designed uh, the plane. And the man who did the, build uh, video. did the build video and is the expert of that, um, he was, uh, I don't know, you were, I think you were just caught up in, in talking and having a good time. Well, he, he messed up the, didn't put one former in or the doubler yeah, so, in that needed to. Yeah, one of the things that makes the Tudor really awesome uh, is it has two doublers in the front, which makes the fuselage a little wider, looks nice and proportional. But it's just, it's like a tank, you know, when you hit the ground and stuff and uh, makes the hatch possible. Well, yours truly is yakking away, and I'm building it like it's a simple cub or a scout. And uh, there's a nice gentleman. Who was the gentleman that was helping me with my build? Oh, it was. Was it Richard? Or oh man, yeah, it, Richard, yeah. some John, something. Joy I, or yeah, I can't remember the well, exact name. We, we need yeah. to find him and make a bronze bust of him because <laughs> he basically helped help me build the airplane through the whole video. Um, yes. and like yeah. gave gave kind of little things, but his was like, well, what about the a doubler? And I was like. <laughs> And, and I even said, hey, dudes, ask about an A-doubler. A-doubler, I don't know what you're talking about. Some yeah, and, the, and then they're like, yeah, let's, uh, let us know a little bit more about what you mean about that. And then he just keeps going on. <laughs> and, and, and everybody all of a sudden started laughing at the yeah. same time, hysterically and uncontrollably. <laughs> and immediately I realized two things happened. Either I had my zipper down. But you did I would have rather had my zipper <laughs> down, frankly. Um, or or I messed up, and it became clear really quickly that I messed up. <laughs> so, oh, but it was awesome. 
Oh my golly. Yeah. I, I just pictured like so many people messing up their kits, and I don't want anyone to mess up their kits. That yeah. was my worst fear, guys, and it came true. But it was a good mess up because it was, I mean, it's an easy fix. It was an easy fix. Thank goodness it was, and, and it was definitely it wasn't uh, catastrophic. We were able to peel it off, put the doubler down, put the next one on, and yeah. and move forward. But So so the running joke on, uh, on Monday when we're uh, down at manufacturing yeah. and just stuffing boxes and going crazy, Josh says, uh, hey, uh, Man, we're we're selling a whole lot of tutors. And I said, Yeah, it's because everybody has to buy a new kit because you messed up. It's job security, right? It was traumatizing. Oh. So Fred and by the way, Fred, you, you still do a lot of our tech support, don't you? You, you I bop in one of Still do some of it, yes. Yeah. So I'm sorry if yeah, you have again. to feel any of those. No, you're doing great. Oh. The game's up. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I felt terrible about that, but uh <laughs> it was, I'll, but that's I'll, epic. I'll just forward those to you. Just forward over to me. <laughs> Hey Josh, you gotta you gotta send a new kit, and they want it signed. <laughs> saying sorry, you um, engraved. Yeah, so sign the A doubler. A doubler. <laughs> but no, that was I. I love 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 uh, the the lives. Like I I crashed hard. You know, going for oh, three yeah. hours that was nuts. Like yeah. we had the airframe built in two hours, but a lot of people wanted to do the electronics. Mm-hmm. There was just no easy way to do the electronics in a punchy manner. Um, and also, when you do a build video, you can't just be like, singing where my sunshine, and then jump to the next store, uh, part. You really got to let the glue dry. Right. And um, so, for all you guys that stuck in with the build for three hours, and, and maybe people had to go get a snack, take a nap, and come back, thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, that was Absolutely. awesome. I would love to do it more often. And I think the flirting could be a good candidate, you know, moving forward, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Just, we'll just, we won't put a time limit on it. We'll just say. Starts at. Starts at and. You know, Open-ended. And when oh, your bladder yes. gets full. Yeah. To be continued. <laughs> yeah, to be continued. <laughs> or break it up Maybe into two pieces. Time or something. But. Well, yeah, we, I like that. Yeah, we did have a lot of uh, feedback that they want the uh, the legacy. <coughs> they want to do a legacy build. That'd be like a full weekend. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, no, I, I get it. I mean, but that was. Even if it's a two-parter. It'd be interesting to do uh, break that up, and, and if we were going to do the legacy, do that as a multiple part for sure. Yeah. Like this day we do the wing, this day we do the fuselage, and then see, you know. I would be interested uh, to know how people would enjoy that because, like, you know, after, we've always done. You at the end, you get like a full plane, like your plane's yeah. done. Right. Yeah. This you'd be like, oh, I got built the fuselage, now I got to build the wing, oh, now I got to, you know what I mean? So right. like, I wonder how people would enjoy that. Yeah. And I'm, if you I'm do intrigued. It once a month, that's make a long build. <laughs> oh that's, yeah, that's dun, a long dun, dun. We could get Noah to record while we do that because one thing that does happen with live builds is I don't stumble over. A lot of times I'll do like, okay, first thing we want to do is clear out the foam and make the channel open, and mm-hmm. and I'll mess it up 17 different times because I'm so in my head on what I need to say next. Where with the live, it's like you're talking to a good friend. Right. And oh, then, and it just flows. It flows lot, until you forget a whole step, but you know. But it still flowed even, <laughs> even when you forgot it. It flowed. Can I, I'm, Josh? I want to get you a shirt that just says the A doubler, and, <laughs> and you can just like you can just put it on your wall and be like, "All right, yep. I won't, I Remember. won't do that again." We'll, we'll get a sign next time. Sign and we'll hold it up. Oh my go. golly! <laughs> I feel like they should be done earlier in the day though, so they can be taken out and flowing live too. That's a great point. That's a great point. And you know, with, with the um, the late evening. Black Friday, that was a really cool concept in regards to like something for the family to do together. Uh, but yeah, something maybe on a Saturday earlier or something could be good. I know one thing, I got clear with my wife first. <laughs> Always. Why did you get in trouble? I didn't get in trouble, but uh, I, I definitely changed her plans. So, hmm. for, for what the, the live build or live the build, li- yeah, yeah, just just communicating and stuff with that. So, I'm, I'm bad with communication. <laughs> with 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll let her I, know. I didn't get in trouble. Yeah, maybe you let I'll her know. I'll let her know. Let her know dates time. and times because <laughs> I forget key points. We should get her on the podcast sometime. She's probably sitting yes. out there right now. Not not right now, though. No. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. What, what happened? No, I, I, you'll just get a lot of stories about all the other things I mess up. Oh, no. No, oh. no she is awesome. Um, and you know what else is awesome? This, this Black Friday. Oh um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And going through, you know, shipping and stuff. It was a full court press at, at oh, the shop. Oh, all hands on deck. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was it was nuts. And, and thank you everyone for you know who chose to to support us through the store. Right. It was absolutely, I think, our best Black Friday ever. Um, in, in that that sale season. And when we came in Monday, normally we chase the orders all the way up to the cutoff date. Jen and her team, and then everyone here, mm-hmm. um, just rocked it. And we we we're shipping same day. I mean, now, that's a t- yeah, today, that, that's yeah. a testimony to Jen and, and, and everyone down there. And I just love the fact that we're all really behind here now, but it was worth it. <laughs> nice. Hey, so George C. said you guys smashed it with the shipping. I got my A-10 Are today. Awesome? That is awesome. George C. You know, I re- enjoy, George. You know what, George? I think I packed yours. Mm, I remember a George C. Yeah. I remember one name. And it's one name only. Oh, you, oh, dude from North Carolina? Yeah. What was his name, Tim or something? Tim Bunn. Tim Bunn. Oh. Hey, Tim, if you're listening, yeah. you are in or were in or still are in <laughs> Stefan's head. Hello, Tim. <laughs> it was funny because he had a huge order, and he just was like running back and forth, back and forth all over oh, the place. We got our steps in that place. Oh, yes. goodness, yeah, yes. It was, it was absolutely nuts. It's a fun time. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, and the neat thing is is uh, the sale – the sales specials that you're running are pretty much going up till the 15th, right? Uh, or did we drop a couple? There's going to be some to drop off. Just uh, it depends on well, you the, know the A10 inventory. being one of them. Yeah, A10 was taken off. Yeah, there'll be some that drop off, but uh, there'll be some that continue. Yeah, and one that's coming is the Flurkin. Oh, the Flurkin, the new release. See what I did? There? I did. So in not only are we going to have the the Flurkin, that won't be on sale. It'll be for sale, but not on sale. Yeah. Um, but we will have a, a sale coming up here, probably starting Monday on the Beavers and Adventures. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to be a cool, it's a cool battery deal. receiver plane. Yeah. Under hundred bucks. Under a hundred bucks. I love that. Yes. Yes. We got. We got to get rid of these things. Yeah. Oh, there's one hanging up here yeah, behind yeah. you. They're great. By the way, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a Beaver Adventure, we want you also to have a good experience. They're awesome planes. Mm-hmm. They are not beginner planes. Number one, they are not AS3X stabilized. You could put an oar in them, and mm. they're they're fantastic. And they're not indoor planes. Um, they're scale, just backyard flyers. So make sure you have uh, intermediate uh, skills because you do need to fly the wing. You you can't just fly it off the prop. Yeah. Right. And uh, I want people to have a good experience. If you obey those simple rules. Well, that's the key. Yeah, that the plane is a rock star. Yeah. Um, the, my favorite, even though the Cessna looks cool, I love, love, love the Beaver. Um, you can do a knife edge, inverted. It is an amazing flying airplane uh, for aerobatics, and I never would have thought that with you know the Beaver. No. But it does. So, yeah. Nice. We also have uh, right now the Widgeons are on sale. Yeah. Mm. You get a battery. Mm-hmm. Is it battery and free shipping? I forget. Uh, it was battery and free shipping. Battery and free shipping. Too. Is it still that way? That that, that was the original. Oh, for the widget, it's battery and free shipping in the Continental. Yeah, and the, yeah, for, the, lower, the lower forty-eight. The lower forty-eight. Yeah, yes. that, yeah, that's huge because we have a lot of friends up, up north. Yeah, that uh, they would love to have that free shipping, but it, it costs uh, an arm and a leg to, to ship up yes. there. Yeah, and it's it's no longer two forty-nine. We dropped it even in price a little bit too. Okay. Yeah, it's like two twenty-nine. Two twenty-nine. So yeah. there you go. Boom. You want a big Boom. package under your Christmas tree? 
That's a huge. It's that, yeah. It's that big box behind you. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, that's about the size of my Christmas tree, actually. Well, here's a, here's the deal. I don't. We don't have a Christmas. We're not having a Christmas tree this year. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's nothing has to do with anything other than we've got two kittens. Yes. That terrorize you. You know the cats. I mean, they, yes. Yes. They, my my kids actually terrorize your cats. Oh <laughs> my, yeah, but those cats are nuts, and they would tear it down. No. So we're we're not going to put one up because I don't want to put it up and up and up and up and up. What are your thoughts about an upside down Christmas tree? You know, a friend of mine did that one time. Yeah, I'm I'm just thinking. What if you what if you mount it to your your uh, ceiling? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he refuses. Hey, well, <laughs> I I like uh, Jason Ubrig by the way, and, and we're seeing the chats here going down through the line. Jason Ubrig uh, commented to Fred, and there's a backstory, Fred. You can fill in. Uh, couch. Where's the hammock, Fred? So at previous flight fests, I had brought a hammock to camp in. Um, I really oh. do enjoy backpacking with a hammock. The wind today would have made that hammock into a parachute. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right. We, we will get that. Yeah, Fred, Fred is a park ranger, so he has no problem with being out in the wilderness and uh, and stuff like that. So it is funny because you show up and it's like, where's your stuff? It's like, oh, I got it right here. Pretty yeah. much my backpack. All of it. Right. So, okay, so yeah. uh, Sizemore RC. That's, uh, that's Steve. That's Steve, right? Yep, yep, yep. So Steve, he says, free shipping. What, what? No, no. I'm, I'm hoping you heard the whole thing because we have <laughs> yeah. a tendency to not just use, I mean, everybody, yeah. like they only hear bits and pieces of it. So the widgeon, the widgeon with the battery, free shipping to the continental United States. Yeah. But over if 48. If for as long ever, as the sale lasts. As long as yeah. the sale lasts, yes. And if you're ever going to want something with free shipping, it's the widgeon because the box is huge. Oh, so, it usually costs forty five dollars to ship. Yeah, that. yeah, it's it's nuts. It, yeah. is. It's, it is a really good a good yeah. good deal. It's probably five feet tall, four and a half feet, five feet tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Fred. Fred, we are going to get you in a paramotor. By the way, you were paramotor before we were. Yeah, I purchased one. Yeah, and I did the training. Um, I got right up to the point where I was supposed to do my solo. Yeah, um, and again, it was another just really just bad windy day. Um, he chickened out. A, well. Yeah, the my trainer said this is not a day to put in the air. How it was long, bad. How long ago was that? Uh, several years now. I was at the previous park, and I've been at this park for six years. So, right. yeah. And so, um, work got busy. The trainer left the area, and I just haven't pursued it since then. We got to get you in the air, brother. Yeah. I haven't yeah. been in the air yet either. Yeah. So, what we should do is we need to go back, and we need to get paramotor training, because there are so many people. David, you, Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, aren't you even interested? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want to do some paramotor flying, so we got to we got to get yeah. that going again. Um, can you guys tell them my mind's a bag full of cats right now? I'm everywhere with with topics. Sorry. And that's different. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say. I was gonna say that's I, not overly different. I, I totally set that one up. Yes. Sorry. If, if, if you want Pixel to go random, just keep putting different topics in. There. I'm just looking yeah. at this. Yeah. Thomas. I'm, I'm, this, this hey, cool. here's an actual question. What is the gauge? This is for. Uh, hey, let's have, let one of these guys down here. Uh, what is the gauge of wire that the T60 connectors use? I think you mean Dex T60. T60. Yeah. Fourteen. Fourteen gauge. Fourteen. T60, oh, XT60, yes. 14 gauge? Yeah. Is that is that is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> I'd like to call Fred. Ding! That is you want to call Fred? I'll phone Fred. I'd like to phone Josh Bixley. See, I'm happy you didn't say that. I would be like, anyone you could fit in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, servo wire. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, this word. Whatever you have lying around. Yeah. 
Oh my oh. golly. No. So, uh, by the way, Josh, I could have warned you about the roll rate on the large legacy. My 9.5 span legacy takes so long to get around. <laughs> you have a heart attack before you level it out. That's very accurate, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my I think, gosh. I think you got like an eighth of a roll. Yeah. I, like, nope. I, I bailed before. Like, I banked it steeper, but when I full sticked it, I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. I it, mean, it took you like half a second to say, nope. No, no, yeah. no I'm good. No, no, no. I mean, well, there was a reason why I handed it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chicken. You, you know, the, when, you, <laughs> when, you, when you kick that rudder around, you can really maneuver, but that's not going to help you roll that sucker. Right. And uh, I'm excited because now that we got the Flurkin um, video one done. We're going to be bringing the Megalacy back into the picture with, with the next Flurkin. What are we going to do with it? We're going to drop Flurkins from a Megalacy. Nice. I know. Can we <laughs> put like, can, can we put like explosions and... Of course we can. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to guess move. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are going to have some fun with the, the Flurkins. And, and I saw Steve and a couple other people asked about that. What a fun plane. That, oh, man. That whole story of how quickly that plane turned around, but there's been more hours putting that plane in a short amount of time than I think most of ours. Most of the time, you kind of like hit it, hit it, hit it over, you know, a couple weeks, six months span, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was like, we didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. Uh, Dave, what do you think? Because you just got into FPV. Yeah, yeah. It flies great. I mean, really stable. No, nothing, no complaints at all. Um, Other than trees. I mean, it's, <laughs> no, that was a video problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was that was the David driving too far away from himself. Okay, I'm, I'm, I was just waiting for you to uh, blame me for it. <laughs> well, no, no, I can't blame you for it. You can. I don't care. But you did kind of egg it on. You're like, go for it. Yeah. But yeah, I tried to go down the driveway. It didn't work very well. Yeah. That, but dude, <laughs> we we found out what happens when Flurkins hit trees, yeah. and you guys will too on Monday. Oh my goodness. <laughs> See what I did there. That is going to I like sit, it. Sit, <laughs> me until I, like I get it out of there. <laughs> oh, but he is. Uh, David has gone through great extents. Um, what have you done so far to try to, to rescue? Well, we we oh. have the drone rescue cannon. Yeah. Which we usually use a water bottle. Yeah. That didn't work out very well. It it's a very very tall tree. Yeah, it's like 120 feet up in the street. <laughs> so I made a 3D printed bullet that fits in there, and it shoots really hard. But today it was windy. Bad idea to try it, but I tried it anyways, and it ended up going back the wrong way. And now that's stuck in the tree. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You should put some weight in that bullet that goes out. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he did. He he put some nose weight in it. But it's really cool because he made that it was a TPU. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice and flexible. Nice. It's awesome. It looked beautiful, and it's a great solution. Um, but yeah, that the funny thing when the flurkin hit the tree, everything of value stayed up in the tree, and everything <laughs> that we could really care less about fell down. I mean, beautifully, you had right. The, right. the front nose, you had a wing, like the the DJI air unit. The the, the only thing unit. that did come down was the uh, the 360. Yeah, the 360. Thank God for that. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, 360s combined with the flurkin are a match made in heaven. Yeah, we perfect. we just previewed the video that Noah did, and uh, I guess like, did you use um what what what's it called um you know what I'm talking about the, the stabilization the stage, the study cam yeah, or, or the warp uh, warp stable real study real study real study yeah I was like did you use real study on this he's like no it's just the the Insta 360 goes have obviously stabilization built but you can legitimately get amazing quality footage and we were flying in gusting winds up to I think it was uh, nine to eleven right yeah yeah it was it was pretty windy up yeah so just awesome but um. I love seeing how good you were doing shooting gaps, being new to FPV wings. 
Yeah, I just kind of went for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Hashtag flight test. These two guys to my right here, uh, Jeff and uh, and Fred, are they're going to be my beta builders. You guys got a kit now, so we're going to get them building. And uh, tomorrow is the build, the build video. Yeah. And so. tomorrow is also the release? Will yeah. it be on the store tomorrow? Yeah, it'll be on the store tomorrow. It'll be on the store tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. Go grab yeah. one. So, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's a great platform for pretty much anybody. I mean, it's not exactly a trainer, but yeah. if you've got a little bit of experience, flies great. It it's easily your. It could be your first wing, um, just a little bit more weight than like what you would with the arrow. Yeah. No, I I flew it for the first time. Was it last week? Right. Um, and it by far the the, the self leveling is, is unmatched in, in terms of wings, <laughs> uh, to say the least. Um, plus, it just gives you all those other opportunities to put FPV gear in it, yeah. top or bottom, right? Um, and then also, it's just like, it's super stable. It l- looks, it looks awesome. <laughs> that, that, you can't, you guys are going to wait till you see it in the video, but the paint schemes and all this other stuff that they did is legit. I want a, I want a t-shirt with the logo and whatever else on my body. Just, just the logo. Just the FPV. Just the logo. Yeah. It's, it's, it's. So cool! No, oh, yeah. it's awesome. No, it's gonna be fun, and you flew it like a boss too. And you haven't you've been so busy with with marketing and stuff. You haven't gotten a lot of fly time, and yeah, and I'm ton of fly time. You, you picked it right up and, and had no problem. You did also. I think you were the first person to do a full uh, leaf, I guess, maneuver. You, did you, were you the one that pulled full back and just basically just let it go? Uh, that was Jason. That was, oh, Jason that was Bennett. Jason. I'm yeah. sorry. I yeah. did do it after Jason did after it Jason because. Did it. Jason did. It. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it'll do that, that falling leaf maneuver really well. The one thing, don't do it if you make it heavy, though. Um, mm. That will definitely, you can't do that. But if you're flying line of sight, just chilling out, you know, uh, with no real heavy gear in there, uh, it was really impressive. Yeah, it, it was, it was, I, we dead stop, you just came straight down like a leaf. It was maybe, I don't even know, from the middle of the runway to the end of the runway. Yeah. And, that was, and it was it. That's Done. awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to see what people do. It's, it's nice to come back to the wing world, especially with something really, really unique. Oh, and, uh, it, it's going it, to, it's definitely going to, yeah, going to make uh, an impact. I want to try something without the polyhedral, like see how much that polyhedral has effect. And, and the vision with the polyhedral was exactly that. Just make it a little bit self-writing, a little bit more self-stabilizing. But I think it also really helped with the torque um, because even with a nine inch prop, you, you hammer that throttle. Yeah. It doesn't move. So, no. so when you say no. you want to try something with without the polyhedral, what do you mean, like in the future? Well, in the future, yeah. No, oh. no I'm, I'm not. I'm not okay. stopping anything. No. Okay. Uh, you no. scared me there. Yeah. First no. Again. Well, and immediately with Benchy, the reason I put polyhedral on it was Benchy was going to be a wobbly little little guy, and, and I wanted him to be stable. But it, it had such great characteristics. I'm like, I'm bringing that over to the Flurkin because mm-hmm. I, I didn't envision an aerobatic airplane. I envisioned a cruiser. Um, little did I know it was going to be a great aerobatic plane and a great cruiser um, but I'd love to see I mean why go back and try to make it unstable on purpose right. but it's just and it, and it frankly kind of looks cool for science for science <laughs> all no, in the name no. of science so a little behind the scenes uh, Lee is my organization um, it's funny because we were talking to a gentleman and my wife keeps me organized and mm-hmm. you keep me organized mm-hmm. and I need two people in my am life am I to your work wife you're my work wife <laughs> she, no, my she's got a lot prettier uh, she is much prettier <laughs> yes but um, it is it is really funny but you're keeping me on task and I got we got a lot more a lot more to do a lot of cool um, stuff coming a lot up. of cool mm. stuff coming so I can't wait to build mine. I'm definitely going to stress test it, though. Well, yeah. okay, so <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said that. So um, T-Man706 says, how fast does the flurkin go, do you think? Um, 
I think it's upper 50s with the what we did is we did a, uh, a value uh, the budget B which mm-hmm. is the original motor that came on the Freedom Fox and also the motor that's on our Widgeons it's a yeah. 1250 kV 2212 motor mm-hmm. we went and went down to a 9 inch prop and we put a 4 cell on it now it is winter um, if you're doing this hot summer um, and anything gets warm go to an 8 inch but we can totally we, we've been blasting the thing and have no problems we've been feeling the motors um, the ventilation works really well through the Flurkin which is good but um, nine inch prop, twenty two twelve, uh, budget B, and I think we're easily hitting upper fifties. Yeah, 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 and I think yeah. people can easily push it farther. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a real slippery plane. It is, and that's why I think where you're coming in, Jeff, with what you want to do, huh? Yeah, I'm what gonna are you going to do, do a uh, a CPAC motor with an eighty amp BSC and go six S. There you go, six S's. So. Vroom vroom, stupid crazy. I'm not on a ten inch no, prop though. Not recommended. No, <laughs> it would probably be either a seven inch or an eight inch prop, and yeah. That'll, that'll be interesting. That'll be a good stress test for the motor, too. Oh, zoom, yeah. zoom, zoom, zoom. And the wings. And the wings, yeah. Exactly. So the, the, the Flurkin, by the way, sorry. Careful. I'm having copy. Ding, coffee. ding. Uh, the Flurkin is kind of like uh, everything's angular and, and uh, uh, octagonal, I guess you can say. Geodesic. Geodesic, Geodesic. yeah. Geodesic. Which makes it really, really strong. But well, it'll be interesting to see if, if it'll hold with no spar at that speed. Yes, I think it will. Yeah. yeah, I think I, oh, yeah. I have faith. There'll be a camera rolling when it happens. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. Just make sure you glue it up good and middle hold together. Awesome. Um, so Steve and Rosa was obviously on here, and, and as soon as we said <laughs> shirts, t-shirts, he's already drooling. Yeah, he, looked, he looked all for it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Sponzi's wants that too. So I'm thinking a uh, a, a t-shirt with a Tudor and a Flurkin on it. That that the, could be fun. We the should Flurkin Tudor. What do you guys think about this? This is thinking out loud. We should have a shirt that says Team Flurkin, and that way we can start the, the launch into the, the race league with Flurkins, because you guys talked about that too, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's something we're going to do for sure. Team Flurkin. Oh, hey. We got Robert on here. Should, should, should we call him in? Hey, Robert. How's it going? Oh, no. We're just uh, in the middle of a podcast. We can hear I him, can too. I can put you a... Uh... Oh, you're... Hey, you're on speakerphone. No, you're... go ahead. The whole world's... Oh, oh Robert. Oh, awesome. This, this. Well, say hello to the world from me. Well, you just you just did. <laughs> yeah, tell them, uh, tell them to get a little healthier. Get a little healthier. <laughs> there, there it is. You guys heard it from uh, Robert himself. So, is there anything you you need, or can I call you back? Yeah, no. Uh, you can call me back. I don't want to uh, uh, bore everyone to death. So. Oh, just me. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Awesome. Uh, all right. Bye bye. So Robert, Robert, is, I love Robert. I wish Robert wasn't our behind the scenes man. He is just a treasure. Um, oh, but yes. Robert does. Uh, he's responsible for creating what you see on the forums, the articles, all the amazing user experiences, the FTCA mm-hmm. uh, website, um, everything, everything, and it's, yes. it's pretty darn cool. So, so it's like the foundation. Oh yeah, that everything like stands on. Nice. <laughs> so you you were talking about the uh, flurkin racing. Yeah, yeah. This this is one thing where it is such a predictable the um, flurkin racing league. Yeah. Well, in case in point, like you you, you did the, the 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 run, and you're trying to go the driveway the opposite way, where you're trying to go to the end, coming the other way. So he had to fly way farther and then duck down. I went the easy way, which is how I do it with the simple cub, and that's basically where the driveway bends by the bridge. You dip down in that open spot, and then you're flying slowly farther away from you. But um, that plane was so dialed in, it just was was easy it was absolutely easy to line up and then shoot that gap uh i could see people that maybe haven't raced Mm -hmm. really having luck hitting gates hitting gaps 
Um, and also, they look so cool visually for people from the outside watching it. Yeah. I think this could be a, an awesome, just uh, for STEM, for, for our community members, mm-hmm. a way to race. You know, fixed. It's a simple, cheap motor. It's a simple, really cool looking airplane. Put them all together. What do you get? Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of like NASCAR with the yeah, they, with what they do with NASCAR. Like everybody's got special or certain parameters which yeah. you have to operate in. So it comes down to finesse and speed and everything like that. Also, like when you look at when you think of like racing leagues, and I don't know how you guys feel about this, but the, the way I feel about it is like with drones and that kind of stuff. Like you can't see those things. Like when they're going 60, 70, 80 miles an hour and they have lights on them, cool. But like when they get 20, 30 feet away from you, you yeah. can't see a thing. So right. like. Not only are you flying them, but like if you're seeing a flurkin fly, and it's got that geodesic, yeah. that geodesic <laughs> characters, that big bulbous body, yeah. that you know that those cool force sweat wings. Like not only are you gonna be able to see that thing because first of all, it's not going 95 miles an hour, mm-hmm. but also um, it just you you be able to see it essentially yeah. flying through the air, which is something that I personally enjoy. And, oh and, yeah, for and, sure. And I think speed doesn't always make things the coolest. I think maneuverability. Have you ever seen like when you played like a jet moto as a kid and stuff? You'd like you have speed, but you lose maneuverability. You know, like all those charts. This is enough where you can turn on a dime, you can slow down quickly, you can speed up quickly, but you have like that really happy mid range in the mid fifty mile an hour range, yeah. and uh, you can you can race in a smaller area. So I'm excited to kind of see what people take with that. And oh yeah, um, you know, with STEM, one thing I could always picture uh, with STEM was. Uh, when kids would, you know, take their planes off and use the track as like the racetrack. Mm-hmm. And what kind of plane could they lay right above that racetrack and cruise? Um, no, that'd be cool for the uh, FTCA to really. Uh, I agree with you. That'd be part of the what we can do with our groups and everything. Oh, no doubt. Just an awesome challenge. Just, just fun activity. So Oops. I'm excited to see what you guys do. Oh with yeah. That and uh, I think just, also I just picture a bunch of them out there shooting underneath the trees. And, it, oh, yeah. Did, did yeah, you see the golfers looking at them? Oh, yeah. I walked in today, and, and golfers uh, typically don't always like stop and say, like, tell me about that plane. I'm walking in with the flurkin, and it was so windy, I like cup it real tight. Hmm. And they're like, what is that? You know, it, it's a great way to kind of hook people because it doesn't look like a typical mm. airplane. It's like, what is that? It, it just it looks, looks Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But, the, but it's a baby. <laughs> yeah. But with the black paint job, too, it looks like some sort of stealth aircraft. It, oh, yeah. It looks it awesome. Does. And then the yellow trim on it was phenomenal. You should say it's, it, it's well. a government project. I can't tell you. Don't, <laughs> you don't, 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 don't supposed to see that. It'll be nice to race around with the big, tall, wavy guys. Oh, yeah. The, the flappy dudes. Yeah, the flappy oh. guys. Flappy dudes versus flurkins? Yeah. Flappy flurkin' dudes. <laughs> flappy, slappy, flurkin' day. Yes. Ooh. Hey, so I've got a really important question here by um, XY. It says, Mr. Josh, as a 13-year-old, how would you get into RC for under $100? That's a really great question. Starter bundle? Yeah, yeah, we don't have a starter bundle. The problem is transmitters now. No, but, but have there's broken a, that mold. But the Easy Line. Easy Line. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, uh, XY, check out check out the FT Freighter, the FT Airliner, and then also our Easy Line. If you want to build an airplane, they have uh, Project Easy um, Jets, they have Project mm-hmm. Easy Spaceflight, and Project Easy First Flyers. The neatest thing about those is not only are there like each airframe you can swap your little electronics over, but you can also uh, learn about that, and then at the end. Say like Project EZ, um, First Flyers, you learn about Canard, uh, V-Tail, and uh, Plank. You get to then design. So you really have four different airframes. 
and the fourth one is one you design based off what you learn. That's what we use in schools. Mm-hmm. That whole thing, I believe, is like fifty-five bucks. Yeah, but if he, if he says a hundred dollars for a hundred dollars, you can get the basics bundle, which yes. is uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, which comes with the freighter, yep. and then it comes with yeah. the uh, easy flyers, easy first flyer. So yeah. you actually get two remotes, two set, two full sets of electronics. You have your freighter, which you can fly any day, and. The, the range on these are pretty darn awesome. I mean, you're yeah. talking about 400 feet worth of range. I know your kids take them oh, out. Oh, man. So, yeah, so they, they, they test them to the limits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, don't fly on a windy day. You will not get it back. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, sure. true. But, uh, but no, that that is a great point. And, uh, and then ultimately, then you have the DIY experience. Just because it, it has no servos, just two motors. You get throttle to go up. It's auto level. But it teaches you going forward, backward, throttle management. It teaches you all that so well. And we've taken kids here at Edgewater from that point straight into RC. And the neatest thing is you don't see them just leave that and leave it forever. They pull them back out again and again. I'm thinking of Ron and all the other older gentlemen. They they come out here and they leave those other little planes in the car. If it's a calm day, they just go cruising with these guys. So you don't compromise the fun just because it's simple and small. Yeah, that would be my opinion. Yeah, and Dan, uh, there's a couple of com- comments on this. Dan, Danny Sponhold said uh, you also free plans. You know, if you want to yeah. get certain mm-hmm. electronics, and you can just start messing around into that with the building. And then also XJet mentioned the RadioMaster T8 Lite actually, which is like forty buck cheap transmitter as well um, that you can get into messing around with stuff, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. good. Hey well, XJet. One of the neat things too with the FT Freighter combo mm-hmm. is um you don't have to be afraid of breaking it you don't have to be afraid of crashing oh, yeah. it because yeah. as soon as you do you can almost look forward to it because then you can take one of the the plans and build your own flat yeah. foam plane for it yeah and you're you're just transferring electronics over from one to the other and you just keep building new ones so yeah. you, it the, takes the fear of crashing right out of it it really does it yeah really my does. four-year-old flies the uh the airliner and the freighter um and you know i mean we smash those things into the ground all the time you got the DIY option. I mean, it's just, it's literally, it's like, takes all the fear out of it. All the guesswork. Like, you can just mm-hmm. go fly and have fun. Yeah. You know I mean, which no is doubt. awesome. No, a lot of really good comments here, too, about, like, yeah, the Fly Sky radio is definitely a uh, affordable entry-level radio uh, that you can have. A lot of, lot of uh, community uh, likes that radio as well, too. Um, also, XJet mentioned the Radio Master. Um, we're going to be uh, having some fun with Radio Master, learning more about it. Yeah. Um, specifically, uh, the Radio Master uh, 16, right? T16. T16. Yeah. T16. T16. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the neat thing about that is the Radio Master with the multi protocol, you can do all the DSM, you can do you know the the FR Sky and and uh, Fat Shark, or not Fat Shark. What's it called? Um, TBS, right? Yeah. Crossfire. Crossfire. Um, so many parameters, but they also have a protocol that allows you to fly those little freighters yeah. and stuff, uh, which is so cool. That, that is changes, awesome. Changes the whole experience. Um, so we're gonna be playing with Radio Master a lot more and learning about it. I think the user interface isn't as friendly, correct? Um, the OpenTX. The OpenTX. It, there is, is a bit of a learning curve, but once you get past it, it is very. It, you can really expand on it. It's, it's got a lot of. It's consistent. Uh, it's consistent, but it, I mean, you can really grow with the program once you learn how to use it. Um, it, it just it's very open ended as to what you can do with it. Um, so going from you know, like you said, using it with the, the budget bundles, yeah, all the way up to long range flying, and it, it allows a lot it of really programmability in it. That's awesome. Well, I just identified Fred as my go-to guy to teach me how to use the Radio Master. There it is. Thank you, Fred. Well, it's cool because I love that you mentioned that because, like, sometimes you buy a transmitter um, and you buy a cheaper-ish transmitter, anywhere between that, you know, $40 to $150 range or whatever, Um, and sometimes those last, you know, 
three years, five years, two years, depending on what you get. But if you get something that has this multi protocol and it's a decent transmitter, you know, you're looking at five, ten yeah. years that you can continue to go with each every single plane, every single receiver that you have. Um, you don't have to worry about it. So you're actually saving money in the long run. Yeah. It's a little more upfront, but you're saving over the time, you know what I mean? So which yeah. is pretty cool. Not yeah. not to mention just buying planes at yard sales and stuff like that. You never know what receiver they have in yeah. them. And I've I've saved a ton of money just buying a twenty dollar plane at a yard sale and being able to fly it with my T sixteen. That, that makes so much sense. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, a lot of people are, are comparing this, and, and you're so right, uh, right, with the Spectrum versus uh, OpenTX. Um, you know, iPhones are expensive and they're very simplified, and then Androids are a lot more powerful. Am I going to make people mad at me saying this? Yeah. Um, Androids know, are what? Not if they more agree. powerful. <laughs> Androids uh, are more powerful than what? A rock? No, iPhones. <laughs> Apple. Oh, oh, I just I just said fighting words silly because you like Apple. I like Apple too. I, I was Apple, gonna but, say, but the yeah. spectrum the spectrum experience is super user friendly, but it is somewhat <coughs> limiting in what you can do. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, it it doesn't have the same growth um, capabilities because you can I mean you can pretty much program the the basic yeah uh, radios do whatever you want. You can program the channels to be whatever channels you want them to do. Yeah. So. Well, and on our store and, and on our show, we want to show the variety that our community has. And we did a poll, and fifty, I think it's fifty-two percent of our community um, do uh, do FR Sky, do OpenTX. Yeah. So, I mean, that tells you half the people are not using Spectrum, yet we're only only handling one one form. So we got to get a little bit more multiverse. We need to we need to remedy that. We need to remedy that. I think we will. Yeah. So and uh, Stephen, get on that. I'm on it. <laughs> no, this is awesome. Oh, um, yeah. So, hey, I got a, a question here from Tom Scott. He's, he says, are you guys still thinking about doing a design slash build challenge that uses parts from various FT planes? This, yeah, this is what, something we talked about. I talked about with Fred um, and uh, some of the other moderator guys mm-hmm. about doing. Um, it would be fun to do something that... That's an FTCA challenge you're talking about. Yeah, it'll be yeah. an FTCA thing where uh, they... they have to use parts. I mean, they don't. They don't have to be parts from a kit, but they, they can be parts that they cut out or whatever. Yeah. We we call it kit bashing. You know, take smash, this. bash, well, crash. David and, and Jeff were part of the, the Edgewater Flight Crew. You guys at uh, Flight Fest did that exact thing, but you took it one level deeper because you went dumpster diving. <laughs> Tell them about that. Yeah, we did. Um, it was a, it was a lot of fun though. We made some really cool airplanes, yeah. and they flew pretty good actually. Yeah, all pretty much all of them did, and. <laughs> What I loved about it is you had like motors with bent shafts and stuff, and it was like going through the angle, you know, yeah. real loud. And the the best part was uh, you did who did the Lee Winkle? That was that was uh, me, me and Jeff and uh, uh, who else was uh, it? Keith. Keith. What did yeah. you guys oh, do to man. make the Lee Winkle? Because they named it after you. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I don't know. You must have really etched so, yourself in their hearts. I don't think it was a positive thing. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the Lee Winkle? It was <laughs> ugly. <laughs> Uh, it flew great. great. <laughs> all right. First of all, I will give, give people a picture of what they can make fly. Oh, oh yeah. Man. It was crazy. Well, it, well, the front of it looked like a big moose head. <laughs> and uh, it even had antlers. Yeah. And eyes. Eyes. I think it had a smile on it, too, didn't it? Always yeah, a smile. Yeah, it had a smile. And uh, we decided to beef it up a little bit because it was going to be a biplane. And we used what a Versa wing, Versa wing for the uh, the elevator. Um, yeah, yeah. I think what two arrows for the uh, rudder. Uh, I don't know. There was um, some sort of foam yeah. wing. Yeah, and <laughs> then we're like, 
we got to beef this thing up. And so Keith found a pop-up tent that was all smashed up in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. And so we made the whole fuselage two legs. Yeah, out of steel. steel. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it had oh it was a telescopic tail, and uh, and then I think at one of our events here, you tried to take it out. Yeah, you so thought you were going to cut it in half. I, I didn't that know. Didn't happen. By the way, if you guys go in the combat with me, I am I'm, I'm pretty vicious, aren't I? I get I will <laughs> chase I will chase a little innocent Very kid around to destroy his airplane if I can, and, and that's a true story. Oh, um, I know I'm I'm terrible, but. I took my scout up to take you guys down. I was going to do the classic maneuver. I get over top, and then I dive down, and I cut the fuselage in half. And that's what we did with the that huge monster balsa wood plane. Mm-hmm. That is my tactic. You know, <laughs> don't go after the wings. Go after the fuselage. Cut it in half. Yeah. Um, you guys had steel. <laughs> All that happened was I managed to literally just dock with you, oh, and yes. I stuck with you the rest of the yeah. time. And yeah, then I parked it in a little pine tree. Ball. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. How many inches did it cut? Like my wing was like six inches in or something. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was. It was. It turned into one plane rather than two. It, it did. It did. <laughs> a very <laughs> tail heavy plane with full with full up elevator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and almost hit Pilot Institute. Kept yeah. that away. Yeah. And then landed it in the biggest, was, tallest pine tree on great. the property. Right next to, oh, yeah. next yeah. to yeah. Wes's RV. Yeah, Pappy's <laughs> RV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you just hear him yelling, not the RV. <laughs> if you guys ever have time, um, and this is what I really hope that free is all over the country become. It's not just a place where you fly on the weekends, but the events we have here at Edgewater oh, are yeah. so simple, mm-hmm. yet so much fun. Oh, and, yeah. um, and that's really what I want to see. And that, I think that event was Wings at Work, wasn't it? Where we had the different challenges. Was that sound right? Mm-hmm. Wings at Work? Yeah, 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 it was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And one of the challenges, of course, is combat and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but uh, Fred, I know you've been working hard to establish or, or plant the seeds for free. Is that correct? Yeah. No, so correct. Um, I've worked with my county to uh, take the landfill that's an unused landfill and convert it over to uh, a flying site. Uh, in fact, the county commissioner said that you know we're going to get together on a weekend and grade the runway in. You know, hopefully soon. Yeah. Oh, trying to get it done before Christmas, so we can put a little information out for and and anybody. You know, this might be something you could try doing is um, every year when right before and after Christmas I put an ad on Facebook marketplace to let people know if they got a new toy drone or airplane and they want someone to help them learn how to fly it contact me yeah um, so trying to make sure that people don't have those flyaways of Christmas morning flyaways oh yeah mm. that's perfect well and, and the the cool thing about what uh, what Fred's doing down there is if if all goes well he'll be the first Outside of Edgewater, yes. the first FTCA flight, the flying field. Flying field, yes. yeah. So that's a challenge for you guys to go out there and try to get your own FTCA flying field before yeah. me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, here's your chance to, to beat well, me to it. That's crazy. And that'll be a really good, I mean, Fred, um, we definitely need to follow you through that whole process because that's going to become the pattern that people are going to need to learn to be able to, to make that repeatable. Well, and that's what he said. He's actually uh, going to write an article and post it up on the, the website and everything of everything he did. That way people yeah. can have that resource. And, and where Edgewater is different and where, uh, and I, I'm not saying that we're the only two people different. Please don't hear me say that for a second. <laughs> oh, you're definitely different. What I want to hear, what I want to see for flying is I don't want the club mentality. Right. I want, we call it a group for a reason. And um, here at Edgewater, it's a group. we got the flight crew, a group of people that volunteer and really take their time not to fly and be the best of the best but to surf to yeah. train to make sure there's fun there, there's family and friends behind them that help out fred you're leading the charge with that too and if we can get more flying sites to be groups and not clubs 
you avoid the hierarchy, you fear, avoid the bureaucracy. Right. You make it a much more positive environment for people to get in the hobby, and it changes it. Because uh, I still go back to every time I remember when I was a little kid, and people didn't know I knew how to fly. And I was just like, hey, I want to learn more about it. The way I got treated was terrible. And it's not a, it's not a uncommon thing, is it, Fred? No, unfortunately, it, it does tend to be a, a common story yeah. here over and over again. And, and you know, not to say that all clubs are bad. No, but they're not. You do sometimes get that one curmudgeon that's always there. Correct. And so the person showing up to, to, to you know, test the waters of a flying site, that might be the person they meet. And it yeah. sours them for the rest of their experience. So yeah, well, and that and that's why when we talk about groups and what the FTCA will be doing is it's not going to be about forming another bureaucracy. Um, it's going to be forming a group with activities and resources so people can. Okay, you don't know how to train uh, people. We're going to help you learn how to train people. You don't know how to have fun activities that are simple and approachable and fun for not only the spectators but the people involved. We're going to give you that list of activities. So there won't be competitions. There'll be activities. And a AMA club could choose to say, hey, we want to be an FTCA group here too, and we want those resources to uh, be able to teach, be able to have fun activities. It should be their opportunity to be able to do so. And, um, and that's kind of what I'm talking about is we don't want to be another entity making clubs. We want to be an entity making activities and programs and, and resources. So did I say that right? Lee? Yeah, no, it, that up? you hit it, hit the nail on the head. And, and resources is something that is huge because yeah. you know there are limited resources out there. Yeah. So uh, one of the, the the resources in which we have, there's somebody on here, George C. Uh, said, "How about featuring some um, of the community members' free plans?" So that that is a resource in which we mm-hmm. already have, yeah. George. Yeah. Uh, it's on the forums uh, under the resources. If you uh, the there's banner, so many great ones. Oh, you just click on that; it'll take you. And there's hundreds of them. So, yeah. literally hundreds. Yeah, not o- not only flight tests, but the community yeah, members. Yeah, community members been doing some awesome stuff. Oh, yeah. totally awesome. True, absolutely. So, um, well, we're at fi- <coughs> fifty-two minutes. What do you want to do? You want to keep on rolling, or you want to uh, give a couple more minutes? Couple here. more we, minutes. Yeah. All I right. So I'm... let's answer uh, Dan Sponholt. He says, "How do you how do you get your field certified to be an FTCA field? <laughs> you got to know somebody. <laughs> there's, there's a secret handshake involved, right? Um, no, I, and that's where my frustration with the FAA and stuff mm-hmm. is going. Is there is we're we're trying to build what we know is coming down the pike, so we can make sure that we don't let uh, the hobby get stifled and also we don't create too much energy or or lost energy i should say so as far as establishing an official ftca field we're not going to know that until the knuckleheads in the faa get it off their pants and i'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little angry about this they, right. they need to give us the guidelines so That's we right. can say is this even reasonable that it can be done instead they yeah. keep punting it and keep punting it and keep punting it and, it, and that that really is irritating because it's oh, beyond it, irritating it, it makes us look like when people ask questions like this like dan's asking mm-hmm. that we are then trying to punt it yeah. because well we don't know well we don't know because they don't know oh. but we're putting everything you know in yeah. motion and and the goal with this is, is first of all there's people all over the country that are part of the ft community that are already established flight groups they meet together they build together yep. they fly together they do this you guys are already an official part of the FTCA flight groups, but we need to give in a way to make it so we can protect you from all these stupid regulations where it's, um, you know, you got to be a free. Well, how do you be a free? Well, they haven't told us yet. That's where the frustration goes. But know, know that you guys are already doing that. The best thing you can do right now is find friends, family, and people that you can fly with and make it as much fun and energetic as possible and set that standard and that tone right. and then all the bureaucracy and all the 
the official stuff will come when we finally know and we'll be able to share it for you. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know what's going on with it because my guess, write this down, and XJet will probably agree with this, it'll probably be between Christmas and New Year's that they'll drop some bomb <laughs> of information. And that's when we'll find out, you know, what's going on. But um, I'm actively participating in things with the FAA, the DAC, um, task uh, subgroup c- committees. Um, I forget all the f- fancy acronyms, but we're doing that weekly. And it's the same questions met with the same responses. We'll get back with you. We'll get back with you. So, um, yeah, not fit for, I don't know what that shit just said, but I'm, I'm, I'm beyond frustrated because something like this hobby is so beneficial for the world of aviation and yet they're not treating it with that importance. Well, they look at it just uh, that, just just a hobby and not what it can grow into in, yeah. in the lives of these young or older individuals. Yeah. I want to I wanna touch on that real quick. When we talk just a hobby, like the, the aviation administration, okay? Just what's the, the middle word there is aviation, right? And mm-hmm. where where does aviation normally come from? Like when you when you start from a kid and you're five years old and you get inspired and you get the bug, right? What does that usually turn into? That usually turns into a, a pilot or a, mm-hmm. uh, a a technical staff member on an airplane or you know a mechanic or or whatever avi- somewhere in, in the aviation or goes to school to become uh, someone who's leading the industry later, right? So like just a hobby, like no, it starts all of the other thing. It starts the it's the, the spark. A, it's it literally yeah. it's like where if you're gonna become a pilot, you're not just gonna be like you know what, I'm 24, yep, I want to be a pilot. I want to, I want to fly one of those giant airplanes where people get charted right. around everywhere. Right. That's not how that works. No. It starts like at age, you know, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, right, yeah. with the hobby. <laughs> yeah, and uh, in NextJet, I, I definitely agree with a lot. Like compromising has a certain penalty. Here's the reality, though, is we believe that spark, that first experience, if we can bring that into the schools at a young age, that sets – young children up at an amazing path to get into flight to get into aviation but also bring that passion home and enjoy it with their families we can fight till we're blue in the face about protecting our hobby but at the end of the day schools aren't going to get into that fight we got to make sure that they can get involved legally while we try to advocate towards making it as simple as possible and um, that is the slippery icy ground as we um, people have the right to say will not comply absolutely but a school cannot do that so we have to have a path with as easy to follow guidelines that are reasonable. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that so much of this is totally unreasonable now, um, but we can't battle that and then have have educational programs around aviation get into schools, which is, um, you know, the other side of the coin. It's a, it's a sad thing, and it seems like it's worldwide. It's not just the U.S. It's worldwide where people that don't follow the law aren't going to follow the law. So, you know, you're regulating good people. Um, Boy, I'm sorry, I got a little intense on that. No, sorry, I, I mean that, that's good because even uh, so, Sponzi's talking about Keegan and how uh, you know he can't it, without. He just says right here, can't thank you, you guys enough. Um, you know the, the that that uh, the the future in which he has, yeah, because of what he started at a young age. So um, yeah, he's and his kid, he's, he's smart, smart lad. Oh yeah, you just said double major at, at UND. UND, yeah, yeah. Oh, University yep. of North Dakota. Yeah, and that's awesome. And that's that's a, just a testimony to what I want to see done thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Boom. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Good stuff is ahead. You know, and, and yeah. the nice thing is, is especially within this community, and you guys are the best RC community I could ever ask to be part of. Um, 
that positivity, that openness, that eagerness to serve and, and, and spread the hobby and also to to help but benefit people's lives isn't just shared by the people on this table. It's shared throughout everybody. Right. And uh, I think that's going to truly make a difference. Awesome. Well, hey, we're uh, hitting up against the time there. Um, Stefan, we know you were late for the party and you didn't get to do your... <laughs> yeah, uh, I, was on, I was on the phone with uh, Scott B. about actually. Oh, he's nice. nobody important. Come yeah, on. no. <laughs> I love that guy. I know, he's a good guy. Um, so, final words of wisdom. Yes, I have two. Uh, first and foremost, as you can see here, a uh, little flight crew t-shirt here. Um, if, you, if you've never met or never gotten the opportunity to meet any of the flight crew, definitely do so. They're amazing individuals. Obviously, you, you see David on the, uh, the videos uh, all the time. Um, they are fantastic, not only hobbyists, but also just good people. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure that if you ever come out to Edgewater, find one of them, fly with them. They're fantastic, and I think you guys are are, are uh, you're doing some selling of those t-shirts, right? If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know how we get the people involved with that, but uh, oh, we're not selling merchandise. They have we'll to sponsor us. Like, okay, come on now. We're got it. Got it. Some free <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out a way to get you, get you a link or whatever. I think I think the flight crew, yeah. just like we have the flight test flight crew, our flight fest flight crew, we have the Edgewater flight crew. Whatever name you come up with, I, we got to come up with a name. Yeah, <laughs> yes, our hope is exactly. that every mm-hmm. flying site will have a that name flight crew and that mm-hmm. all that signifies is that is the the people that wake up to serve to help right and uh and that's they set the bar high you guys did a great yeah, job did. thank you thank yeah, you awesome. crushing it yeah. and my last but not least you have must remember the four f's <laughs> oh no flight family fellowship and flurkins <laughs> <laughs> This right. weekend, this weekend, don't forget it. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Get it. Thank you, Stefan, for the words, words of wisdom. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, it was uh, good having you guys here with yeah, us. Thanks for having us. And uh, hey, maybe next time you guys come in, we'll have more microphones and headsets. So, we'll see, we'll see you guys. We'll see you. Love y'all. See you. Bye.